Hello and welcome to 127th episode. That's not really good to start, is it? Fuck it, we'll carry on. Welcome well, to the well 120... well in <laughs> the 127th episode of uh, Bits and Pieces. I nearly said the Mature Gamer podcast Bits and Pieces there, but that's no longer the case because we are currently in the progress of moving wholly over to being our own entity and, well, part of Geek Culture Radio, or rather hosted on part of the network that is Geek Culture Radio. Um, so we're just playing old Bits and Pieces at the moment. And um, that's all right. I'll mention it again at the end. But uh, any of you following us on Twitter, uh, Twitter address is no longer at MGP Bits. It's now at Bits Pod. We also have an email, which is um, Bits Pod. So that's B I T S P O D at geekcultureradio.com. So send us your emails. Uh, they'll be some messing around with feeds and stuff. And. Uh, becoming our own entity and whatever but that takes a little bit of time and um, I don't understand it so I'm having to take advice from someone else. We're going to get a new logo aren't we Clarky? We are indeed. Yeah so uh, look out for that, all very exciting and um, yeah, onwards and upwards um, let's talk about some video games then Yoda, you've been playing on the fucking PS4 The fucking PS4? Is that what we've come to now? Yeah, well, swearing's one of our main elements. I'm going to say uh, one of our other main elements is not having our mic unmute for Yoda. Are you supposed to be talking at this moment? That might help. Fuck me. <laughs> Off to a Jesus. Off to oh. a blinder. Right, yes, with me tonight is Clarky. Hello. And Yoda, finally. Hello. Right, Clark, uh, Yoda, you've been playing on the PS4, so some nice on-topic discussion, please. For my birthday, I got FIFA 15, and it's it is a good game. It's well, it's an expansion on all the other Fifas, but I think I've been playing what, career mode in, in that it has a five on the end. <laughs> no, no, no. It I've been playing career mode mainly, and this is where I think they've they've fucked up because as most football fans will know. If you're playing in League One for Preston North End, there is no way you will ever make the England squad. Um, I'm sure John can back me up with that one. Uh, hang on, it's, it's happened. Are we, are we, are we, is this like football trivia? So in League One, or doubt, I doubt a League One players uh, played in the in the for England. Yeah, well, at the moment, you would not see... Well, I don't know at the moment, because England's shit at the moment. But international football, you Ooh, would find... Political. Very few League One players playing international football. And I've been playing, what, not even a quarter of the season, and my player gets picked for England. So it doesn't even seem like the honour it used to be of getting to play for England. Now you're just shoehorned in at the first available opportunity to play international football on that game and it's not an achievement anymore it's just oh look there you go there's international football um whereas i used to feel that on the career mode that was sort of the pinnacle of your playing career was getting to play for england as well as top teams but playing for your your country was was a big deal 
my problem with career mode is it just seems to be an awful lot of work <laughs> and an awful lot of time spent playing the same game uh, right okay sorry that's yeah. not a good example <laughs> as a league player um but um mm. it it's i don't know is there that much variance i like fifa and i buy it every year and i have it and for some reason for some unknown reason i'm considering buying a half price copy of it for the Xbox One. Even though I've got FIFA 14 on there, which I never play. I've got FIFA 15 and 14 on the PS4, which I never play. But for some reason, just to complete the set, I'm tempted to take Microsoft up on their offer of half price FIFA 15 on the Xbox One. Don't know why. But See, I would, if I had an Xbox One, I would have bought it for the Xbox One. Purely because the interaction with the Kinect. Do you uh... not get that with a PlayStation camera eye thing? Uh, you might do, but I don't have a PlayStation camera eye, and if I bought an Xbox One, I would go the whole hog and buy the, the complete rather than the, the wishy-washy version that they sold to make everyone buy one because it was cheaper. Mm, okay. Well, I did, I did start oh, messing I got, around I with... I the PS4 camera. <laughs> and they, I bet it's for sale. <laughs> no, I got it for Christmas. So... Um... It's, it's it's quite good fun. It was an unfortunate accident, which I'll talk about later on. Okay. Brilliant. Go on, carry on. <laughs> right, okay. Um, so, I mean, I'm glad you're happy with your present, Yoda. Thank you. I don't know what else to say. Is there much no. more to say? Um, I'll give you a game. I'll give you a game. I'll give you a game. Um, yeah. I need to. I need to play a bit. But that's FIFA for me. Is that I can't be bothered with the thing. I'm very happy to have it so that I can pick it up and have a game. If you know Jane's nephews come round or my nephews come round, and you know, or the occasional game online, I've really got no interest in sitting there playing it. There's too much other stuff. But it's good to have. And is that worth the forty quid every year? Possibly. Who knows. I don't know. It's um, quite a good social game, especially when you get the community involved online, which I think we're trying to do again, trying to get a, a pro team started. Ooh, I'm, I'm in for that. Yeah, I think you played all of two games last season. Uh, I said very much like real world football, I'm uh, a luxury player. Okay. I okay. like Matt Letizia. Amazing for five minutes, but lazy and shit the rest of it. And the the other game I've been playing doesn't involve Matt Letizia, but it is Lego Batman, the the third instalment. Jesus, we're scraping the barrel now, aren't we? No, do you know I I do like the the Lego games, and I think since they became very much open world after the storyline, there is so much to do and so many characters to unlock. And as I like the whole comic book universes. I think it's really good to see different characters that you wouldn't normally see in like the mainstream uh, films. So you've got like all the the scraping the bottom of the barrel people um, that you wouldn't <laughs> know about. But no, they are. But you wouldn't know about them until you actually use them, and it interacts well with some of the TV series that are on that DC are working with with Arrow and the Flash. So some of the actors avoid doing the voices and there's a special arrow level which is coming out later on I think in spring, so but no, I completed the story mode in nine hours. 
and I'm just going back through to try and get a platinum trophy on it now because I want another shiny platinum trophy. So that's pretty much it for Lego Batman. It's, it plays like all other Lego games, and but it's just got a new, better storyline. Brilliant, excellent on topic conversation as always. Right, so that's the end of the console stuff. Uh, we'll talk about more about um, other console nonsense you can talk that you can listen to later. Um, I understand that you've hit level thirty on League. I have, and I've played my first ranked game. And how and did won. that go for you? I won, surprisingly. Um, even even though I was uh, playing support, but I uh, I managed to not get my team to ban Morgana, and and I took uh, Morgana's support in for the my first uh, ranked game, and it went really well. So I I will be completing the other ten before season five starts. So I'm really really enjoying league at the moment. It was um, a problem getting onto league on Friday night, um, so I had to change all my DNS settings and mess around with my laptop for a couple of hours. Yeah, I had a, I had a few of those issues. So a bit of a pain in the backside, but um, you know they sort they sort themselves out in the end, I guess. Um, but, you got high right. hopes then? Do you think you're ready um, for ranked? Yeah, I do. Um, I'm really enjoying it, and I've got a friend at work, and hopefully I'll be uh, joining his team because he's got a five man but needs a support. So, Ooh. I want to join a proper team. And I've finally got my gift off Riot as well. Um, well can, you were talking about this beforehand. Can you explain this? Because hmm. I... I'm confused because I because Shadow Lion was talking about this earlier and I haven't received it and I'm a bit worried that Santa Claus or Santa Riot has left me out. Riot have decided that to sort of enhance the gameplay to try and make people better players as they they always keep doing. If you haven't received a chat ban or a a time ban, they will be be giving you a free skin. So. And well, I, there are, well, I don't believe I have been. I believe that they're still coming out, so I wouldn't worry just yet. I do get told off quite often, though. You know, you get to end of the game and the little box come up saying your your verbal behaviour has not been what was expected of a normal human being or something <laughs> in, in the previous game. Cut it out. But I've never actually been banned, as far as I'm aware. I think this is a good initiative because it's trying to get the the trolls out of it. Um, I don't think you'll completely get rid of them, but if you start giving away skins that maybe nobody, if they start doing special skins that you can only get via being good, I think that might encourage people to be less toxic. You're you're always going to get people that report just for the sake of reporting. Um, but I think they're looking into that a bit more to try and to even it up a bit and not just give banned people who have just been reported because they, they're they a support and they've got four kills. So I think it would be good. Um, I got Frost Queen Jana. So Frost Charm Jana, Jana I think. Um, 
Nice. I've been playing Jana a little bit recently um, in Aram, and uh, she's all right. I mean, she's a bit of a one-trick pony, but uh, that's all right. But again, she's uh, another support character. So as I'm, I'm going to try and main support. That well, that's is... that's good for going into a team if you if you if you learn one role and are happy to play that. That's yeah. great. I mean, and uh, to be honest, mine put my roles best roles probably support. So if I was to join a team, so I'll. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I ha I've always got designs on setting up like a, a team, you know, for for kind of our community, but don't think it never seems to quite work but uh, maybe with a bit more effort we can we can make that happen and you know I'd be interested I'm looking forward to hearing more about your experiences in this other team <clears throat> cool so I mean anything else to say about league unfortunately that this league is continues to be the game that I'm playing uh, exclusively so um, <clears throat> just can't get off it at the moment Am I enjoying yeah, it? Yeah, you, you, you need a podcast on the subject. Yeah, well, let's see what happens. That might happen. Um, so, <laughs> what do we want to talk about next? Can we talk about something not, uh, well, gamey? Uh, well. Yeah, well, yeah, we don't want to make it look like we're reading a list, do we? No. DDoS. The Christmas Day DDoS, <laughs> which we didn't talk about on the Christmas special. Anyone, well, I assume everyone was affected, because everyone was affected. Um what do we think about this then, boys? I was, uh, I was, and uh, I, I was more upset with the reaction it sort of garnered after it had all happened with people. I mean, I mean, Sony, in fairness, them did offer some mild recompense for it, but people weren't happy with that, and which upset me greatly, considering it wasn't their fault. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the that's the really frustrating thing, isn't it? Because you got all these morons, and and they they all think they're you know part of the, they all think they're hackers because they're gamers, and they're all part of this underground bloody culture. But the reality is, um, but you know, when 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 these fucking vandals start pissing around, they don't like it. Oh, I don't know, it's a piss take, really, isn't it? It's, uh... I just, I just think that Sony. So there's nothing that they could have done. No, yeah, it's a DDoS. You can't, uh... you can't really mitigate against it. It's, it's, it's difficult. I tell, tell you who is at fault for all of this. All the morons who've got fucking bots installed on their PCs without knowing about it. You know, going to all these dodgy websites like maturegamingpodcast.com <laughs> they're only joking um, yeah you get your mal you get a piece of malware installed on your PC your antivirus doesn't pick up because it antivirus won't pick everything up especially if it's a you know day zero day zero piece of malware or it doesn't match a pattern that it, that, that it knows about then you've got a bot and then you become part of a botnet and you may know, know nothing about it because it may not be doing anything Malicious, other than can be remote controlled, and you know you are just you, the the botnet uses your up, upstream um, bandwidth to go and do these this DDoS distributed denial of service attack. I I, I mean they're just vandals. It's dis, it's disgraceful, and the whole thing. Oh, these companies should have should have uh, you know all these protections. Well, they do as much protection as they can, but in the same way as. For example, a bus stop shouldn't have to have barbed wire and shit all over it to prevent it from being, you know, sprayed on by a vandal. You, you know, you just expect normal people and normal civilization to behave like fucking normal people and not try and break all this stuff. And it makes me sick. And it's a 
frustrates me so much because in the one hand these stupid children will think or these stupid kids are oh, hackers you know we're all part of this underground culture because we play games on the internet rather than the reality which is they're spoon fed by major corporations like EA and stuff like that um, and they celebrate all these hackers and yeah down with the big corporations but I tell you what come Christmas day when they start fucking around and, and you know they're not able to play their new game oh it's a different story and all of a sudden it's you know, it, it, it's, the, it's the goddamn corporation's fault again. It's just utterly ridiculous. And it annoyed me because I was around my uh, my um, uh, nephew's house and I wanted to, and we, he just got uh, Destiny and I wanted to play it with him. Well, not play it with him, but show him it. He was excited. It was his bloody present. And he couldn't play his bloody birth, birth Christmas present on Christmas Day because of some wanker or group of wankers who think they're... The fucking nuts. Not because they're hackers, because they're not hackers. They bought a botnet or rented a botnet. It's not difficult if you know where to look. You know, it's not. It's not like in the films where they're sat there with no mouse for some reason, because that's what happens in films. Hackers don't have a mouse, and they can just type all sorts of shit on their keyboard and make shit happen, which is complete bullshit. But that isn't. That's not the real world of internet security and hacking. And all these kids think that's it. And all this, what was it, Lizard Crew or something? You can sh- sh- stick it up your ass, mate. Because I know full well all you've done is rented a botnet. There's nothing clever about it at all. You idiots. Next. Anyone else got an opinion on that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I think you're nasty summing that up there, John. Oh, no, it, it, was, it wasn't fair. I mean, it, 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 it will ruin Christmas for a lot of people. And that's, no, that's just a no in my book. It, it is shit, especially when you know you've got all these excited kiddies who are opening opening up these new consoles on Christmas Day. It's just, it's just fucking awful. It's, Agreed. It's right, sorry, Yodi, you were saying something. I was just saying it, it, it's not right, really, is it? Let's be fair. No, uh, it, it, doing this kind of vandalism in the name of exposing a threat—that's not, as I said, it's bullshit. I could expose a weakness in my kitchen cupboard door in that it's not made to withstand me swinging on it. Do you know what I mean? It's, but you wouldn't do it because it's <laughs> going to break. Idiots. Idiots. Right. Anyway, talk- John. Anyway, other, other Christmas disappointments. Hobbit. Have you guys seen mm. the latest Hobbit? I haven't. I've seen it. What did you think? Um, I... I don't know. I think I went into this with the wrong frame of mind. I, I was instantly upset by the first 10 minutes of the film and thought, why the fuck didn't they just put that on to the end of the last one? And I, 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 there, were, there were a few good bits in it. I mean, I like the uh, I, I like the whole thing involving um, Saruman and, uh, you know, the the uh, Elf King when they, when they go to uh, pick Gandalf up, so to speak. Oh, yeah, all the big boys in a fight. I liked that. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah, yeah, that 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 was good. It just it, there should have been two films. It's kind of like the Expendables, wasn't it? That bit. I not that I've seen the Expendables. What I can imagine, it's like, oh yeah, here come here, here are the big here, oh yeah, here, it, it, here are the big it, boys. It, it, it was it was a nice scene. It was very well executed, but it, it it just dragged on. I mean, the film itself compared to the rest wasn't that long. I think it was winding down at around the two hour mark, wasn't it? So well. This is one of my big problems with it. Basically, no spoiler. Don't wish it. If, you, if anyone hasn't seen it and are looking forward to seeing it, go and see it. You probably want to skip forward the next five minutes. Okay, I mean, there's no real spoilers. It's a well-known, it's a well-known story. But the trouble with this film is it, 
it is it's called the battle of battle of the five armies and that's what it is it's just one long battle isn't it <laughs> yeah isn't it? there's a bit with satsoran at the beginning there's and and most of it is just the start middle and end of Fair this well. big battle <laughs> and um that's fine because it's quite exciting but some of it the cgi is not brilliant in places there's some liberties with physics like for example the bit that when uh, it's a spoiler when someone jumps out of the ice which is physically impossible um <laughs> my my main problem with it is one there's a jar jar binks character an annoying comedy character that has no place in this do you know who i mean uh, I have an idea. Yeah, it's the it's the you know it's the the wormy kind of guy who. Oh yeah, the uh, yeah, the and there's all this stuff about all oh, your britches are showing and all this stuff. And it's like what the fuck, and and then one of the things with the Return of the King, the last film in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, of course, it went on and on and on and on, and a lot of people didn't like that. I loved it because it's just more and more time in the in the universe. It's brilliant. You know, there's the 15 endings and everyone is expecting an ending. But no, they kept carrying it on so that it, he got home and there was all that bit afterwards. It was brilliant. In this, the battle ended. <whistles> Next thing you know, fucking Bilbo's at home. There's no discussion about his reward or anything else like that. It's just like, oh, I'm off now, lads. Well done. It's just fucking... It, it, it needed to be fleshed out more. They've fleshed out the bits too much that they shouldn't have fleshed out, and the bits they should have fleshed out, they didn't flesh out, if that makes any sense at all. No, it, it doesn't. Obviously, with, with regards to the start, they could have used that time to maybe flesh it out a bit rather than just leave us on a cliffhanger 12 months ago that's resolved in the first five minutes of the film. Um, well, I can understand why off. they did that. <laughs> I can understand why they did that with that because there was a lot going there a lot happened in that second film and they needed something really exciting to happen in this film. I it, I I don't know. I don't know. I I'm not too worried about. It. I'm not too worried about the fact that cuz you got to see it all as one as one thing anyway. And yeah. now that they're I mean, all you'll out, still, you you'll still have the um extended by another seven hours extended edition coming out well i'm interested to see that i haven't seen any extended versions of the hobbit yet so i'm interested in that um hopefully hopefully he does flesh out this last film and make it more coherent because as it is at the moment i i was disappointed i mean i saw three films over that christmas the week just in between christmas and new year i saw the hobbit yeah Mm -hmm. i saw exodus of god and men or whatever it is which is like um, the story of Moses, but in gladiator mode, right? Mm-hmm. And Maleficent, which is Sleeping Beauty. Do you know what my favourite of all of them was? Maleficent. Maleficent. Have Maleficent. you seen it? No, but it's yes. got. It's really good. It's so good. No, it is. It's a really good film. Really, 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 really liked it. Um, Exodus was a bit try, a bit try hard. Um, I'm not sure I like. What's his name? What's the actor? Batman. What's his name? No, Chris, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. He, he's just not very good, uh, to my mind. And I, I've recently discovered that he's been a bit of a wanker to people on set. But um, 
it's all right, but it's it, you know it's uh, what's his name trying to um, recreate Gladiator, his own you know his own film Ridley Scott trying to recreate mm. Gladiator with the story of Moses, and it doesn't really work. It's all right. I tell you what is a better uh, Bible stuff Bible film is um, Noah, which I quite liked the the recent uh, Noah. Uh... Yeah, that I was like, alright. That I quite like that. I quite liked the take on those kind of fallen angels things, the rock monster things. I thought that was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So out of those three guys, if you've got a choice, go and watch Maleficent because it truly is. You know, you might think it's just another fairy story load of bollocks, but it's a really good fairy story load of bollocks. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, the Hobbit. I mean, that whole Hobbit series. I enjoyed it. Fine. It's good. Um, not a patch on the Lord of the Rings, not even close. But then that's that's probably how it should be. Hobbit was a children's book, and the and the Lord of the Rings was completely something completely different, written ten years after the Hobbit. You know, as he got a load of pressure from all over the place to write to write a sequel, and obviously he was able to do something so much more with it. So, any other comments on that? No. Nope. I seem to be railroading you guys. Sorry a little bit today. That's oh, right. That's all right, Joe. That's all right. Right, so back to another video game, Elite Dangerous, which I still haven't bought, but I really, 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 really fancy. Oh, by the way, um, my um, my skin's turned up, Yoda. Dragon uh, Slayer Pantheon. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> that's not a bad one. If you're going to play Pantheon. Oh, I think I will. Yeah, you have to try Pantheon out now. Yeah, I will. Sorry, Clark. You, you, you know... You know you you can buy Barbie dolls and get different outfits for them. Yeah. And no, 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 I'm I'm not making up. You were about to say you preferred Ken. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I, I was however just setting you up for that joke. All right. Yeah. Fair uh, enough. <laughs> no, Elite Dangerous. Um, I'm still loving this. I'm, Dread to think the amount of time I've clocked up because it seems like every time I have a spare five minutes, I'll jump onto this game. Maybe do a quick, uh, a, a quick run around the uh, star system. I'm in looking for uh, looking for near duels as I've decided that I'm a, a bounty hunter uh, and killing them. Um, I did uh, I did notice on um, they have this like Galnet news thing um, that the uh, the developers sort of uh, tweet out and you can see it on the internet. And it basically shows you what's going on in the galaxy sort of in game and it did uh, it did say there was this um, there was this bit of this uh, standoff going off where the uh, the federation are basically bombing this planet which is suspected of being uh, producing this drug called onion head which everybody is addicted to um, so I, I checked on my map at where the uh, where this was going down and it was it was about 40 light years away which probably meant that I had to do do about 12 or 15 jumps to get there from where I currently was. So I thought, okay, well, we'll go and see this. And uh, I, I get into the system. I instantly noticed that compared with everywhere else, there was a lot of other real players in this one system. So I thought, oh, there must be something really good here. Anyway, I had a quick look around and noticed that there were, as opposed to the usual space stations and planets that are highlighted on your uh, heads-up display, there was also... Um, three, which said capital ship. So I thought, oh, this must be one of the, this is going to be one of those huge ships that they talk about. So I, I set course to one of those. Um, you, you kind of activate your hyperdrive so you can travel quickly within a star system. Um, 
got to the point where the capital ship was exited and um, I was basically just thrown into the midst of this huge almost return of the Jedi style battle um, which was absolutely incredible you, you just had ships ships all over the place I mean I, I, I got pinballed about a few times but uh, by, by other ships just bouncing into me there were that many people there <laughs> um, and it, it, it was just it was just amazing um, sort of weaving in and out of this big capital ship um, which obviously I decided to side with as the uh, opposition were very thin in number uh, anyway it, it was just a lot of fun and it, it just brought home what this game's about and the fact that it is just awesome oh you really are tempting me how's your oh, Oh, my, mine's not technically a hot ass because the throttle is permanently attached to the stick, uh, but it, 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 it is my first uh, dabble into the world of flight sticks, and uh, I, I'm I'm more than happy with it. So, what does hot? If we worked out what hot ass actually means, I, I think it's something throttle, something something, isn't it? I, I think it basically refers to the fact that you do have a joystick and separate throttle, though. Right. Okay. Um, a stick with an attached throttle isn't referred to as a, a, a hot ass one. Fair enough. Hands on throttle and stick. There we go. Oh, okay. um, so hang on. Sticks so, are available. Go on. Sorry, I was just going to go back to this battle. How how come? How many people were in this battle? Were they all? Were they real people? Uh, there were some real people and some uh, sort of in-game AI. I mean, how many? Um, how many people can exist in kind of what an instance, as it were? Uh, I don't know what the exact number is. I think there were. I clocked about fifteen or twenty real players about, um, coupled with the fact that there must have been about fifty or sixty non-playable ships all in this uh, same battle, uh, same battle at once. I mean, it was. There were a few moments when the PC was kind of struggling with it. The uh, the frame rate never really dropped, but it, it started having audio issues uh, just because of the sheer amount of noise that was going on. It sounds. But, uh, no, it, it sounds it was, great. But I mean, should this not? I mean, can this not exist the, on a the, the massive, on a massive scale? Um, I don't see why not. The the only problem you'd have with something like this is, I mean, I, I saw that this was going down on the uh, the kind of the news channel, but depending on where you've decided to go with the game, that the system it was taking place in might be literally out of your reach. I mean. You, if you take into account, as I've gone on about this, there are literally 400 billion different systems you can visit. Depending on how far out you've travelled, you know, you could look at it literally, literally taking you hours to get from where you are to where this is going down because you have to, you can only plot a route so far and then you sort of have to travel all the way to this point and then plot another route and keep going that way. It won't let you just go from A to B. It sounds like uh, this because... mass, this multiplayer experience could be very lonely then. Well, it, it, it is. I mean, if, if, you, if you take into account, I mean, there's certain areas which are obviously hotbeds of action. I mean, there's the larvae system. Um, the, obviously, the soul system usually tends to have a lot of people in there, just if it's people going there out of curiosity. But obviously, if you take into account that there are 400 billion different systems, even if everybody on this planet owned a copy of this game and played it online, you, you're not going to be bumping into people every five minutes. Like is it Daisy. easy to meet up? What's up, Yoda? Is it easy to meet up with the likes of IMG and and a crew and and plot a course together? 
It, it, it is, but it, I mean, it, it really depends on what you've chosen to do. I mean, if you decided that you want to just go out and explore the galaxy, then the odds are if your mate six months down the line buys the game, it, it's going to take him a while to be able to catch up with you because he's going to have your, he's going to have your basic starter ship, uh, which only has a limited, you know, a limited amount of fuel and jump distance on it. So he's, he, he's going to have to sort of rinse the game for a little bit to be able to afford a decent ship that can even get near where you are but if if you're playing with people you know who are like i say you've got people who'll just stick to usual trade routes you can arrange to meet them up you know if you're a bounty hunter you haven't necessarily traveled that far out and you just stick to some system so yeah it is it is possible to meet up it's just uh it's just getting there can be a little while i mean i i was playing i've been playing it with vimesy a little bit and um we kind of had this one system we were going to to kind of earn money um he didn't play it for a day or so, and I carried on playing. And I, th you know, I bought a new hyperdrive for my ship, and I, I kind of set off into this uh, next interesting-looking area I wanted to go into. And then, obviously, Vimesy came back on, and it, it, I think it took him half an hour to actually reach where I was because wow. he had to obviously plot all of these different routes to get to me. But obviously, once you get to that area, you, you visit the nearest star base or space station and what 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 have you. Uh, the game will automatically save you at that point, so. You're basically then in the same area. Mm. I mean, the, strictly speaking, the multiplayer isn't officially working. I don't think it, it's being released as an expansion called Wings, which is going to be much more tailored towards the the whole. You know, you know, having a wing playing the game with a group of friends. But as it stands at the moment, it, it's it's basic in that you know, if you start your own group. Um, it's, if Vimesy starts playing, he can then choose to start the game within my game, and then he can come and find me where I am. But it, 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 that you have to play it like that at the moment. You can't just, you know, just plonk yourself online and expect to meet up with anybody. I think that's something they're going to be obviously streamlining with this uh, update that they're bringing out. Is there any opportunity to both be in the same ship, like say, pilot co-pilot sort of situation, or pilot uh, no. gunner? No, not. Not yet, but like I say, they're, they're constantly going to be adding to this game, so that's not to say that's something they're not going to add in the future. I mean, they, they, they have talked about that, you know, you're going to get the inevitable, you know, maybe landing on planets, getting even getting out of your ship. There's going to be the opportunity to steal other players' ships. So, yeah, I mean, it, although it's not available now, it's very much how it was when it originally came out as Elite on the Spectrum all those years ago. It, Obviously, it's going to expand into these other areas eventually. Mm, interesting, but no, it, it is it, it is worth it. But I mean, the the problem is it, it it's one of those games. If you get into it, you're going to end up spending money on it. I, I mean, I, I'm playing it on a widescreen monitor at the moment, but I frequently find myself envious of all of these people with triple screen monitor setups that basically. You know, give you your full field of view around your entire cockpit. Uh, Vimesy just picked up the uh, uh, like a cheap head tracker thing, and he sent me a video of that working, and that looked really cool. It just, you know, he just moves his head about, and he can look around his cockpit, and you know, select um, select, you know, bring up his star map and everything. Whereas I have to obviously press a button to uh, obviously get my character to look in that direction. I can map it to the uh, nub on the stick. It's just I prefer prefer doing it that way, but. It, it, it is something that if you get into it, it probably will cost you, especially if you want to 
sort of be the best or have the best setup, so to speak. Mm, it doesn't sound like anyone around here, to be honest. So, no, um... no, of course. <laughs> Uh, I, am... the, the, I mean, I, I mean, just looking now. I mean, when I put hottest into Google, uh, aside from the dodgy sites it brought up, <laughs> um, it did. Uh, it, it does. It does. Yeah, it does instantly bring up a selection of flight sticks. I mean, just looking at these, we've got you know a basic one starting at forty quid, and then we've got one that's modelled on the uh, flight stick and throttle from an A10 tank buster, which is going yeah, for know, just under four hundred. I know quid. that. Yeah, that's the one I got my eye on. Um, I had my eye on that. For when I had a brief, <laughs> when I had a brief soiree with um, thinking that uh, I'd like to do some helicoptery type stuff, which never actually happened. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when I when I started out with the game, I started on, you know, I didn't have a flight stick. I was mouse and keyboard. I just I was just interested in how it how it would play on a flight stick. But it's one of those things I wouldn't consider going back to the mouse and keyboard setup of playing the game now. What about a three hundred and sixty controller? Is that a so, yeah. thingy? Could that happen? Uh, yep, yeah, you can. Uh, I believe you can use controls on it, yeah. And I suppose that would be a little easier because you've got the uh, at least you got a, at least you got a it. joystick, haven't you? So yeah, I well, I am I am go. sorely te I am very very tempted, but as I said, leagues just taking my free time. Well, I say taking my free, just stealing it away from me. Um, now, if you are tempted, do look at getting it junk sticks. I mean, it's not something I'm going to be walking away from in seven days' time. And, you know, I'm not I'm not that far away from where you'll start, so I can easily make my way back and uh, show you the ropes. This is another thing with the game. It, it It is realistic to the point where new players might find it frustrating. I mean, I know I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, but I, an hour into playing it, I was ready for throwing the whole thing in because I couldn't land my ship or dock my ship at a space yeah. station. Yeah. Um, but obviously, after thinking about it, I realised, you know, I was the one that was doing wrong and now it's kind of, uh, it, it's just sort of uh, almost, almost an autonomous response to me. I don't even think about it. I just go in and land. So yeah, there is there is that learning curve to it, but it is, if you, if you put the time in, it is, it is very rewarding game. Cool. Okay. So that sounds stellar. Um, talking of stellar, not the beer. You've watched another film, yeah. haven't you? Look at those segways. I Interstellar. Pro. Yeah, you are. You see, you, you saw the segue there. Stellar, Interstellar. Yeah. Good. That was a good one, John. Let's not play in it too much, though, eh? Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, this is, uh, this is Christopher Nolan's post-Batman film, um, which was very, very good. Uh, I, 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 again, we're we're in the uh, difficult situation where where I can't really discuss it without spoiling the plot. But it's if if you think along the lines of James Cameron, whereas uh, you know Christopher Nolan's Batman films might have been his Terminator films, then this is this is the abyss. It, it, it's one of those. It, it it's very you know it's very science fiction, but it is it is kind of rooted rooted in is telling more of a story. Uh, more of a story than it has action sequences in it, but it is it, it is a very good story, uh, and I, I think this is this is going to become a classic down the line. Um, there, it was just amazing. It was almost I, I like my science fiction. This was almost a religious experience. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. Wow, I mean, I, uh, I people have I've heard people say they're disappointed and blah blah blah. I, and I immediately the thing I immediately thought was people have told me that about things that I really really loved, like um, uh, oh, 
God, what is it? Bl- those blue things. Avatar, not the Smurfs. Avatar. Um, <laughs> you know, I I love this sort of shit. I can forgive a shit film anything, really. And uh, you know, if it if it's interesting me, then uh, well, it interests me. So this sounds like right up my alley. No, it, it is. It, it's just. A, it, it's a very good film. I mean, it's. I think it clocks in at around about. It's either just under or just over three hours, but it does leave you wanting more at the end. Uh, they they just seem to nail nail everything that was in there. The, you know, you've got the whole what a black hole actually looks like, and they they basically use as much realistic scientific data as they could to make this black hole look like uh, a real black hole would look like, not just some spinning whole thing like you see in. Uh, it's difficult to describe like you see in uh, other sci-fi films. Um, I mean, the uh, the whole wormhole aspect, it doesn't look like what you would expect a wormhole to look like from watching things like Star Trek. Um, it, it, was, it was just in- interesting, the take they had on it. I mean, the, the, the ships have, um, they kind of have these uh, sort of AI assistants with them that are ba- they're basically uh, robots which, which can get out of the ships and walk around, but they look like, when they're kind of stood up straight, they basically just look like the monoliths out of the... 2001 the Stanley Kubrick film um but they they kind of have their own personalities and they do steal a lot of the scenes that they're in and again it's just it's just another nice touch that made this an absolutely fantastic a fantastic watch you you won't be sorry you watched it anyway so is this out on is this available on blu-ray now or no it's not out on blu-ray until I think March or April how did you You watch it catch it at the cinema cinema Oh, was this um, it, Well, this was a few weeks ago. I'm not sure. Oh, you're, was kind you're bringing of a, up old content. Brilliant. Oh, well, there you no, go. No, I like it. No. Um, but it, yeah, it, it's a bit like... The, the thing is, it's a bit like gravity in that respect. If you don't watch it at the cinema, you might regret the fact that you didn't watch it at the cinema. It, it's really something that does deserve to be viewed on the big screen. Well, that's I, I'm, why I'm I've sure got a cinema. I'm, I'm quite happy a, with my Well, there we go. <laughs> I'll survive with uh, that. Yeah, that. That was Interstellar, and um, I, I don't know why people maybe lambasted this a bit. Maybe they were expecting a bit more action after the Batman films, but it, it, it had action in it. It had a few tense scenes in it, but yeah, it was it was just a very a very enjoyable film. It held my attention throughout its uh, three-hour running time. That's good. Good one. What else? What else is? What else um, can we talk about? I've okay, yeah, I saw a film the other day, yesterday. We were on the we were having a bit of a film trip. The hundred-year-old man who climbed out the window. Are you familiar with this? No, this sounds like something that would be on the front of the Daily Star. Well, this was a book that Jane read and she loved, and um, you know, I didn't read. And um, I think it's a Swedish book. It's certainly a Swedish film. And uh, <clears throat> she really wanted it, and it came out on it as a film. And um, we found it on Amazon Prime, rented it, and were able to watch it on the Xbox, which is weird. There's a little story there because I couldn't find it to rent it on the Xbox One app for Amazon Prime. So I had to actually go to Amazon, the website, and rent it through that. And then it appeared in my watch list on the Xbox. I don't know if that's a, a normal thing to happen, but that's certainly what happened. Anyway, so um, so I did that and we watched it and it's um, Swedish and it's kind of a mix of Swedish language and English. There's some English actors in there. Uh, the guy who owns the pigs in Snatch is in it. I don't know his name. 
the gangster fella. <laughs> and uh, basically, it's a story of a man who's 100, and uh, on his 100th birthday, he's in a retirement home, and he thinks, fuck this, I'm going to open the window, and, and, and just basically walks out. It goes off in a bit of a bit of an adventure, but as it turns out, the film is kind of like a cross between, believe it or not, Snatch, the uh, Guy Ritchie film with Brad Pitt and um, really, yeah, and um, Forrest Gump, and is jolly fun and you know it's it's nice and it's interesting and it's um, something slightly different. So I recommend it. There's not a lot, you know, I. Can't, again, there's not a lot I can say without giving too much away. But if you've read the book, I enjoyed the film. I hadn't read the book. Um, yeah, go and, go and check it out. So, bit 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 of a deceiving title then, is it? Obviously, uh, sounds like it might be a bit of a more high octane thriller. No, 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 absolutely not. no, no. It's um, no, it it's not a high octane thriller. It's more quirky than that. Um, but yeah, it's good. It's it's nice. It's nice. I enjoyed it very much, and it's uh, you know a different change of pace from you know you were thinking it might be Taken Two, which I also watched uh, recently, which was which is not a patch of course on um, Taken One, but um, I didn't mind it. I am looking forward to Taken Three, right, which I understand is pretty good. Uh, I've, uh, yeah, I've heard. Messages. No, I've I've heard good things about this, but I mean, the, uh, all of the films have kind of had. You know, positive to mixed reviews, and I I enjoyed the first two. They're they're just kind of a good heart back to you know the days where we just had a decent action film. Yeah, I didn't. It, it I, cool. the, I didn't mind the second one. It it wasn't brilliant, but it's all right. It, it certainly wasn't. It didn't impress me as much as the first one did when I'd seen that because I thought when I watched that, I it was it left you breathless that first one. It's like at the end of it, it's like, whew, fucking hell, that was brilliant. That was like a one hundred <laughs> mile an hour roller coaster ride all the way, and it was fucking amazing there's not many films that, that, that have done that for me do you know what I mean no it was no, the no, first one was great And but the second one was a little bit tired uh, I thought in that uh, I, well yeah I, I think it's probably something they kind of need to leave at a trilogy I think there's only so much of uh, yeah, Liam Neeson and his uh, so unique set of skills <laughs> but I do like Liam Neeson is a great action Hero. I never really kind of realised that he was an action hero. There was a. There's another one he did, which is similar, oh, non-stop. Which non-stop. Yes. Or watch, the one on the plane. I keep me. Yeah, that that was that that was a good that was a good film. Again, it's it, it's more your throwaway action film, but it, it's an it's an enjoyable thing to watch. It's not something you think. Yeah, wish I hadn't bothered. Yeah, I mean, I, and, I, and I watched another, it. I enjoyed it. Another one he did was Unknown, which I was I've not that seen one. that. Well, it's another. Well, it's it's another. Should we say typical um, Liam Neeson film? Then, um, if we're going to, I'm just wondering how long he can keep doing this before he kind of becomes this generation's Steven Seagal. Well, why not? Fuck it. I mean, it's working. It's paying for paying for him, isn't it? So why not? Got no problem with it. Good luck on. Good luck to him. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, go and check yeah, out hundred year old. Man who climbed out of yeah, the window—it's sweet. Yeah, I do. You do kind of forget how tall Liam Neeson is. I was watching him on uh, the Graham Norton show on New Year's Eve, and he just he even sat down. He just fucking towered over the rest of the guests. He's really—you you, know—you kind of don't see it when you see films, but he's really—he's really fucking tall. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> don't know what to say to that. Um, never seen him in a shit film. It's Earth. Star Wars. Phantom, Phantom Menace. <laughs> right, okay. It, it, are we all out of content? I think we are. Um, Anyone else? I need to save content anyway. All right, so right, tell us. Okay, so we listeners we've been having lots of conversations about our future and what we want what you know what the way we see uh, bits and pcs in in the future and um for for a number of reasons we're not quitting don't worry about that but um for some reason vimes and clarky have decided that they're going to go and do another show so tell us all about that clarky and pimp that and then i'll talk about on the basis of you splitting what we're going to do with bits and pieces. Yeah, you see, now I'm not very good at pimping stuff. This is more Vams's area, but since he couldn't bother turning up tonight, I suppose it's left to me, isn't it? Uh, no, it, it, it's a show. It, it's it's kind of a round table show, which kind of more fo- focuses on probably uh, the console side of things, which neither of you two obviously have any fucking time for anymore, playing LOL all the time. I didn't realise you <laughs> had a console, Clarky, because. Really? You know, no, not really. It's a joke, Clark. Because <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's kind of more console orientated. There's me, Vimesy, and uh, another guy who we frequently game uh, play. A Spanish games guy called, called uh... Pedro or something, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he, he is from a, a another European country, and uh, he he prefers the moniker of uh, Het now that he thinks that he's going to be in some way famous. Yeah, he realised yeah, that yeah, we've been doing this for two and a half years, nearly three years, and no one knows anything about us. Yeah, I mean, we, we probably have that many viewers as well, don't we? No, we do. We do all right, mate. Don't you worry. We, we do, do all right. right. Yeah. Uh, well, the show's called The Gamer's Confessional. Um, the Gay Man's Confessional. No, I, I, I was waiting for that. No, The Gamer's. Sorry, it's this Skype line. Sorry. Carry on, Clark. I'll, no, shut yeah, up. I'll mute myself. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's called The Gamer's Confessional. It's basically going to be a more round table thing. Um, we have kind of recorded a few episodes and we're just waiting for um, theme music, uh, which Vimesy has actually ordered to be specifically made for us for the uh, priceless sum of five US dollars. So, uh, I can't it wait. It's going to be some some kid bashing his mum's pots and pans in a kitchen. <laughs> no, that. if you actually if you actually have a look, you might be quite interested. There's this website called Fiverr with uh, basically two R's on the end of it, and people who have skills in particular areas, be that graphic design, voiceover, engineering, basically, you know, translation, basically pimp themselves out and say, "I will do this for." five dollars and you basically pay them five dollars they'll give you a time scale and then they'll they'll basically deliver something back to you and it, it is a it is a very interesting site if you if you look at some of the stuff people do on there it's uh it seems like it's a nice little source of pocket money for some people uh so so hoping it that uh it, i i think it's going to be quite good but obviously you'll have to wait until the inaugural episode comes out to listen to that is, um, uh, you can uh, yeah, just um, I think we were about three minutes into recording the first episode when his name was mentioned. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Nathan Fillion, you know that old oh, Firefly thing. God, really? Yeah. Uh, ju- ju- just to point out, yeah, just to point out, I will be obviously staying on bits and PCs. More for um, I'll, oh, I'll be. Safe. More for you. I'll, I'll be. 
well, yeah, there we go. Um, I mean, it, it just just to whore ourselves out a bit more, you can uh, follow the show on Twitter at ConfessionalPod. Um, and we also have a website as well, which is thegamersconfessional.com, which doesn't have very much content on at the moment until we officially launch it, which we're hoping is going to be in the next seven days. So, you know, any, anybody who can fit any time in, obviously, time taken up by listening to this show, you know, try and squeeze us in, give us a listen. You never know, you might like it. If not, we'll just stop doing it and probably come back here more often. <laughs> well, you are going to get more time to listen to that because um, um, I think we're going we're gonna to try to make bits and PCs a bit more of a, not a weekly thing, probably more of a monthly thing or as and when we want to do it kind of thing. But we'll aim for doing it, um, we'll aim for doing it monthly to allow these guys to, to do their thing, which is good because they're talking about um, consoles, which they talk about a lot on this show, and it's not really what this show was supposed to be about. I'm interested in going doing uh, a different, uh, doing something else. Well, not well, not doing something else. Just, just doing something different. And uh, me, me and Yoda were talking about that. We might actually do something to do with League of Legends. I spoke about it the other week. I've got not quite fancy doing the scrub cast. So maybe might give that a go and see how that goes. So, um, uh, and I'm sure there'll be lots of cross visiting of different people in the, that you're familiar with from the Bits and Pieces crew. For example, Beastie, Shadowline, who we spoke to the other day. Blah blah blah. Um, I don't know where to go with that. I sound feel a bit sad about that. Do I? No, because we're not doing it's, it's we're not doing anything particularly. Other, we're taking a little bit of break from doing Bits and Pieces every week. Um, we got a bit ahead of ourselves, like you know, one of these old rock groups. We think we're that good that we can fuck off for ages and then come back, and everyone will rejoice that we're back, uh, and then we'll fuck off again. You know, like the Rolling Stones or name a oh I don't know name a band who's done that. Lots of indie yeah, bands well, have done. Yeah, well, we'll just start throwing out statements like bigger than Jesus and stuff, you know. Uh, well, we are in some case. He was quite a thin man. Um, as far as I can say, and he was white <laughs> and had a beard, <laughs> like God. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So that's what we're going to do. But don't worry, everyone. Just just keep the feed, and it'll, we'll we'll tell you when it's coming out. And as I say, we're talking about doing having doing it monthly, but that's not to say that we won't do it weekly if there's something to talk about. And we, there's you know a new game out specifically, probably PC based that we that we kind of want to talk about because you know because it's. Because it's relevant to what the what this show was supposed to be about, which is PC games and technology and movies and stuff. So we'll be around, don't worry. Uh, and you never know. You never know. We might uh, on this new show. We might look at having guest stars on. I can probably put you in touch with our people, John. If you want. Okay, fair enough. You know, I'd yeah, appreciate pimp, that. pimp yourself. Tell, tell, tell us why you're worthy of a guest slot, and I'm sure we can sort something out. <sighs> I well, <laughs> I, I feel very uncomfortable if I'm not in charge. So. Um... Uh, oh, whatever. Okay, so <laughs> I don't, I've, I've, I've lost my track. I don't know. I don't know what to say. It sounds a bit crap. I I'm trying to tell the listeners not to worry. Bits and PCs is still going to exist, but it might not be out every week. Which, frankly, they're probably used to <laughs> recently. <laughs> but it, and it might be more on topic. But if it's the if it's the uh, console stuff that you like, you can still go and get that from uh, uh, 
Clarky and Vimesy. If you want silly nonsense, you can still go and get that from Clarky and Vimesy or listen to whatever I'm doing or just listen to the Bits and PCs, which will probably be out every fortnight. Don't worry about it, everyone. It's um, it's all it's all going to be good. Or listen to any of the other podcasts that are going to be appearing on Geek Culture Radio, including the non-renamed Mature Gamer podcast, which we have no affiliation with anymore. Um, <laughs> I don't know who else is putting some some shows up there, but they will be going up. Um, yeah, less is more, or more is less. I don't know. Don't fear change. It's all right. <laughs> is there anything else I can say about that I don't think so I think you summed it up nicely could I say it more coherently very possibly um, alright so listen out to the uh, well okay, I'll tell you what don't worry about Facebook and all that I don't know what's going on there follow at BitsPod on Twitter follow at the game, Gamers Confessional was it or GayPod was it uh, no no, nice. Uh, confessional like. pod, if you're following us on Twitter. Confessional pod, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. You know, we 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 did we we did speak very highly of bits and pieces in our first episode. Did you? When when do we get to oh, hear no, this? No. Uh, well, I, I, hopefully within the next week or so. Don't hold me to that, but uh, obviously Vimes is sorting things out, so things are naturally taking longer than they should do. Right. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm I'm looking week. forward to hearing that. Um, so yeah confessional pod you can follow me at UK Evil Homer uh, I'm at Clarky Snap I'm at Yoda's Blind and what I was getting to is check those out and we'll tell you more about what's going on will there be a bits and PCs next week who knows possibly um, probably <laughs> so, I'm, uh, sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure there'll be a brief message sent out over WhatsApp saying does anyone fancy doing it yeah <laughs> why not if we've got stuff to talk about we'll do it but you know, Absolutely. no no stress. Um, so yeah, follow that. Check that out. Check out the www.geekcultureradio.com. Uh, uh, check out the forums on there. You can email this show, bits pod b i t s p o d, same as the um, Twitter at geekcultureradio.com. Email us. Tell us what what you think. Keep giving us reviews. The feed's going to say the same. So. It should all be the same in iTunes. We should keep all our reviews and stuff. So, thanks for the people that have recently added to that. Just uh, but and the more the merrier. And hopefully with the rebranding, maybe we can shoot back up the charts. Who knows? Um, I'm exhausted. I've talked too much bollocks. Anyone else got anything else to say? No. Listen to the gamers confessional. <laughs> Sorry. That's fair enough. Fine. It's going to be brilliant. Oh, no, no, Vimes is very up for it. He messaged me about 10 minutes ago asking if I'd plugged the show yet. I thought... Right, okay. Yeah, listen to that, and, uh, yeah, we'll all be one big happy family. Cool. All right. Speak to, uh, see you probably next week, maybe in a couple of weeks. Who knows? It's exciting. <laughs> the future. Goodbye. See ya. Bye. Well, that was shit.